Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, May 18th, 5.49 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. Lower trade in the grain markets. July corn futures down three and a quarter at 7.97 and a half. December corn is down seven at 7.53 and three quarters. July soybeans down a half cent, 16.77 and a half last trade. November soybeans down four and a quarter at 15.21 and a quarter. July Chicago wheat down 32 and three quarters at 12.44 and three quarters. July Kansas City wheat down 36 and a half at 13.31 and three quarters. July spring wheat down 26 and a half cents at 13.67. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Leave me a rating or review on that Apple app in particular. Would be much appreciated. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, like, leave me a comment. If you'd like some additional assistance or information from me, uh, go to my website, guys. It's www.standardgrain.com. Check out this premium subscription service. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. My morning email goes out before 6 a.m. Central. Uh, Everything you need to know for the day in that email, overnight headlines, weather information, charts, graphics. Uh, This package also includes my daily subscriber-only videos. There is a new one every single business day. I did a video yesterday, went back and looked at the wheat rally in 2007, 2008, you know, the last time we had wheat in the teens. Uh, There's some parallels between uh, today and 2008, but there's a lot of differences as well. Went through some chart studies, uh, did some analog type stuff. If you guys are interested in this subscriber-only material, it's 50 bucks a month. Cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. The United Nations is expected to disclose that it's been in talks with Russia, Ukraine, Turkey, the U.S., and uh, the European Union regarding grain and fertilizer shipments. Essentially, the United Nations is trying to facilitate a deal uh, that would involve Russia allowing Ukrainian grain exports out of their ports, while at the same time uh, allowing for additional fertilizer exports out of Russia and Belarus. So kind of an exchange here. Now, this seems Seems kind of far-fetched, but they are working on this, and there have been talks, and we're going to hear more details about the talks, I believe, tomorrow. Uh, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken will host a global food security call to action with the U.N. Security Council. So are they going to reach any sort of deal here? Is Russia really going to say, yeah, Ukraine, go ahead, uh, use your ports, um, that's fine by us? I really doubt that that happens. If that does happen, it could be an incredibly bearish item, uh, potentially for the wheat market, for the corn market, really for the whole complex. I mean, if this situation just turns on a dime like that and uh, Russia all of a sudden says, yeah, Ukraine, you know, go ship all this corn that's uh, been stuck in the country here for the last uh, several months now or since the invasion in late February, that would be uh, bearish. And, And fundamentally, there would still be a lot of issues, but it would probably cause large large speculators to uh, head for the exits very, very quickly. This is probably unlikely. It, it doesn't seem very likely to me that they reach an agreement here, but uh, never say never. Um, Russia was just talking yesterday about how their fertilizer ex- exporters would, would obviously like to export more fertilizer, but that the sanctions have been very much problematic. So this is a story to watch. Certainly, again, I don't think this is likely that they reach any sort of deal, but if that does happen, it's a game changer uh, without a doubt. 
rains fall over Missouri and Iowa this morning. A lot of rain over a big chunk of Missouri, uh, central Iowa into east. I mean, the central, the south central part of Iowa. catching some rain here this morning. This stuff will work its way east, of course. Now, over the next five days, this is the next five days on my screen, uh, you know, a lot of the central and eastern Corn Belt will see up to an inch, maybe slightly more than an inch of rain in total. So I think that uh, most of this stuff is is not like a big sweeping heavy system. There's still going to be a pretty wide open window here in terms of planting progress for a lot of areas uh, for the next five days. When you look at the next seven days in terms of expected precipitation, you see a, a lot more accumulation toward the tail end of this seven day period, uh, especially in uh, like Oklahoma is kind of where it's centered, this eastern uh, half of Oklahoma, and then Missouri. Uh, southern Illinois could be really wet. A lot of Indiana could be really wet. Kentucky could be really wet. So a little bit more rain coming back in. You are going to see a cold snap in uh, the northern plains beginning by Friday. Parts of North Dakota and South Dakota may see below freezing temperatures uh, in that time frame. So kind of a mixed bag here. But again, I, I think you'll see a big bump in corn planting progress reported again on Monday. Conditions are really uh, not too bad overall. The Wheat Quality Council completed day one of its crop tour of uh, mostly Kansas yesterday. The tour made 248 stops through central and northern Kansas, in addition to a few stops in southern Nebraska. Uh, No surprises here. Drought stress, heat stress reported. Scouts on the tour said that the crop is essentially about what they expected. The day one yield estimate, 39.5 bushels per acre, down sharply from the day one findings last year of 59.2. Today, scouts will travel through western, southwestern, and south-central Kansas. I think they'll touch part of Oklahoma as well. The Fed will continue to raise rates until inflation retreats. That's what Jerome Powell told the Wall Street Journal yesterday. A direct quote from Powell is this, uh, in regard to interest rate hikes. If that involves moving past the broadly understood levels of neutral, we won't hesitate to do that. We will go until we feel we're at a place where we can say financial conditions are in an appropriate place. We see inflation coming down. We'll go to that point. There won't be any hesitation about that. Powell added that there could be some pain involved in restoring price price stability. Uh, U.S. equity markets actually closed sharply higher yesterday despite the hawkish comments. These hawkish comments have been ongoing for um, several weeks now or longer than that, so it's not really a surprise anymore. Traders continue to expect half-point rate hikes in June and July. Uh, There is no Fed meeting in August. Um, Taming inflation is uh, substantially more difficult than just raising rates. You know, they can try to uh, reduce demand for certain goods and services through higher borrowing costs, but the supply chain issues and uh, things along those lines are certainly problematic. And those are just not items that the Fed can fix with interest rate hikes or with a balance sheet runoff or anything along those lines. Now, speaking of inflation, U.S. gasoline and diesel prices hit fresh all time highs again yesterday. According to AAA data, U.S. national average. Retail gasoline prices were 4.57 per gallon, up from 4.09 last month. 3.04 the same date last year. Diesel prices same deal, new all-time high, 5.58 per gallon on average across the country, uh, up from 5.03 last month. 3.17 the same date last year. Commodity researchers at J.P. Morgan warned yesterday that gas prices could climb above six dollars per gallon this summer due to low U.S. inventories, and there are already places I think in the country where gas is six bucks. But uh, in any case. Uh, This 
issue continues. And this, uh, along with a lot of things, are just not issues that the Fed can solve uh, through rate hikes or policy changes. The cattle market was uh, marginally lower yesterday. There was some cash cattle reported in the south at 138, which is off a little bit from the prior week. Um, this June board still feels cheap at 133. But if the cash market's going to retreat, I suppose that could be fair at some point in time. In the outside markets, we've got the U.S. dollar up uh, marginally. The S&P's down 18. The Dow's down about 100 points. Bonds off a little bit. Precious metals just marginally lower. Uh, crude oil is up. Uh, we're up $1.09 in the June WTI contract, 113.49. Have a great day, guys. I'll talk to you same time tomorrow.